At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote what does every grocery store aisle now have in common Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is the D.C. CityCast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. D.C. CityCast on a Thursday, and this is what we call the uh, Willis Reed edition of the D.C. CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> your man woke up this morning and uh, was like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel so well. Took the old uh, COVID-19 at home test, and there were the two lines. So, um, yeah, we are uh, we're, we're going through it. We're making it happen. Uh, it's a my Willis Reed podcast on a Thursday. Uh, <laughs> it sucks. It stinks. Energy level is low. Hopefully that doesn't uh, resonate coming through here on your loudspeakers or in your headphones. Turn me up in your headphones. But uh, interesting time because this is the first, uh, first bout with it. And uh, it's it's not fun. It is not fun. Um, pretty much slept into like one o'clock. Now I'm up. And uh, what the heck? Let's talk about uh, the Nationals coming up here on the DC City Cast. Let's get into the NBA playoffs. The Wizards yet again, sort of like right where they were with the uh, draft lottery. We expected nothing else except that tenth pick, right? I mean, come on. We knew they were going to get the tenth pick, and all of a sudden, everybody is great at the tenth spot. <laughs> GM saying, oh, we, we've got 15 players that we love. Oh, my God. So we'll get into the Wizards. Uh, we'll get into some NBA playoffs. Steph Curry going off last night. I think I gave out Dallas a couple days ago. My God. That wasn't even close. And um, look, these players listen to what everybody else is saying about them. There is no question about it. And there were some... The new uh, voices of the NBA, i.e., uh, J.J. Reddick, comes out and says that uh, he'd rather have Luca in crunch, uh, crunch in crunch time. 
Yikes. I think he's going to change that narrative uh, rather quickly as Curry and Golden State take a one-zip lead in that series. But let's start with the uh, Washington Nationals last night finally getting a win on the road to wrap things up at the Miami Marlins. We've talked about wagering on the Nationals uh, this season. It's just impossible to um, bet on them. And they won last night 5-4 to four, uh, at Miami. Marlins take 2-3, of three, and now the Nationals have a couple days off. Well, they have today off, and then they visit the Milwaukee Brewers uh, tomorrow. And look, we understand what it takes to be somewhat successful in this league. And one of them is not being a circus show on the road. Uh, when they lose, they make dumb mistakes. Pitching's not great. Hitting isn't great. When they actually are in games and they win contests, it's because of the simple basic things. What's that old saying? Don't shoot yourself in the foot. And up until this point, the Nationals, who are 13-26, and 26, have shot themselves in the foot. But the bats did come around for the most part last night, finally. Uh, and then, you know, there's a discussion of Juan Soto. Now, Soto was 0 for 2. He was walked three times. This guy's a beast. Between now and tomorrow, when they visit the Milwaukee Brewers, and there was that report out yesterday, which is which is quite something. Uh, because of the ownership uh, issue, we don't know what the heck the learners are doing. Did you see the report that they are there's there's rumblings executives across the league, although they would want to put that rumor out, right? Because they want Juan Soto. The rumblings are that uh, that Juan Soto could be on the trade block this summer. Uh, to that, I say, if you are a Nationals fan, you're going, well, that's about it for me. Are you really going to take your hottest commodity? Really, the only reason people will come to watch your baseball team play outside of Steven Strasburg, but who knows when that guy's going to come back? Why would you trade Juan Soto? For what? For guys that you're going to have to not pay in the future? So I'm not sure what to make of this rumor, this report, because if the learners are going to stay as the owners, then it would make a little more sense to try to deal who will be your highest paid player. Uh, he's, he's set to receive a record salary through arbitration next year. He's only 23 years of age, man. And I think if you're the owners, clearly you have to suck it up and pay this guy. Why would you do anything to the sort? So this makes me think this is a drummed up report from other teams that really want to get Juan Soto because why would you not want this guy? He's a beast. He's a, he's a once in a generation talent, arguably. And if DC let him go, my God, your tickets and your viewership would go to, to the bottom of the ocean. It makes no sense. Makes absolutely no sense. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that. But as, uh, as, for the rest of what's happening this weekend, the Nationals, like I said, at the Milwaukee Brewers, that is tomorrow. And checking out Bet Rivers Sportsbook, is it too early to get a get a line on tomorrow's game? Um, let's see here. Well, that's never too early. Actually, it is a little too early for the uh, Nationals, who will be visiting the Milwaukee Brewers. That'll be tomorrow night. So we'll get into that game uh, tomorrow. As for the Futures, the Nationals still a big-time underdog to do anything to win the World Series. They're still, oh my God, it's gone up to, It's gone up ten grand since two days ago. They're now plus $50,000 to win the World Series. Ah, and it's just to win the NL East, they are big-time dogs, obviously, at plus $40,000. So there you go. So that's the latest on the Nationals. If they can put things together, good things happen. Uh, but I, I just cannot continue to ever for now put money on them as tomorrow they start a series at milwaukee um they're pretty good 
the uh, Brewers, right? So when it comes to that opening game series, opening game of a series, I'm more apt to take the home team. Um, the uh, Brew Crew right now is 24 and 14 at 12 and 5 at home. Eric Fetty will pitch tomorrow night for the Nationals. Lauer for the Brewers, he's 3 and 1 and a 2.60 ERA. That might be a big number, though. Maybe too uh, big a fish for us to fry tomorrow, but we'll get into that. Nats and the Brewers uh, come Friday. Oh, and here's another idea or example of why you got to be careful taking these futures picks. Because did you see the news today that Max Scherzer of the Mets is out six to eight weeks with a injury? Um, what is it exactly called? Um, it is a moderate to high grade oblique strain. So. Checking out Bet River Sportsbook right now. The Mets are minus 186 to win the NL East. With no Scherzer for two months, you may want to jump on the Braves, bro, or the Phillies. Braves are at plus 250, Phillies at plus 650. Always dicey to take these futures bets, but that gives you the chance to get some value if you take teams that are in the mix uh, right now because checking out the uh, NL East standings. Yeah, certainly the uh, Mets are in complete control of the NL East, but when you don't have one of your dominant pitchers, they're 25 and 14. The Phillies are right there at 18 and 19. Braves at 17 and 21. Marlins 17 and 20. And they're coming up the rear as the Washington Nationals at 13 and 26. But here's a little tip. I mean, take the Phils or the, uh, the uh, Braves right now with a little sprinkle on them for winning the NL East because of the news of no uh, Max Scherzer. I don't know if you didn't see this. Excuse me. This is the uh, this is the uh, illness setting into the throat. But <laughs> I don't know if you saw this. But Max Scherzer, his last start, he wouldn't let, or he was he was already out on the mound, and the Mets had like somebody giving out their first pitch, and they got the timing all wrong. Because usually a first pitch, they're way out, like twenty minutes before they'll have the first pitch, the ceremonial first pitch, which is just no one cares about. They should stop doing it. The only reason they care about it is for somebody to do like a really bad first pitch or a really awesome first pitch, so it goes viral. But here nor there. So they had this guy who was supposed to be out there for the first pitch. But Max Scherzer, I guess, is such a man of habit, right? On game days, he's just like, he's just so focused that he didn't care or didn't mind or didn't even realize a dude was there waiting to do the first pitch. And so Scherzer takes him out and the guy never gets to do the first pitch because he's already into his warm-up for the 706 start or whatever. Which brought back memories of when I actually got to go into the Nationals locker room. I think it was like 2016, maybe 2017. Used to uh, go down there and cover some games. And I forget the actual story. I think it was uh, Max Scherzer hosted some fantasy football celebrity team or something. Or his website or whatever he was doing, trying to raise money. He was doing a website for his fantasy football team. So you could join his fantasy football team, donate, you know, so many dollars and you got to be in the, um, you got to be in it, which was cool. So we were told, Hey, go down there and try to get a, a quick interview about the fantasy football, have some fun with it. Absolutely. You name it. Well, of course there was some disconnect and we got down there. We're just hanging out in the, in the clubhouse waiting for him, or it was a dugout. I forget. And we were supposed to go into the clubhouse and meet with Max and say, hey, let's do this quick interview about your fantasy football team and raising money. Well, whatever happened, you know, I didn't have the PR person's number or whatever. So we're just sitting there in the clubhouse and the PR person comes out and goes, oh, you guys are here for Max. And I go, yeah, yeah, we're absolutely just all we need is two minutes. Right. This is this is four hours before the game. He's not even pitching. He's not even pitching that day. And I guess he's such a man of uh, his schedule that he came 
through and was like, hey, guys, I got to go do BP. We can do it after. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. BP, sure, whatever. Okay, you know, you don't want to ruffle any feathers. And you're thinking BP is going to be a couple swings in the cage and he'll come over. <laughs> Fast forward a good 90 minutes later, and I'm not kidding you. Like all he had to do, and again, I'm not, I'm not mad at him. I'm just saying he's, he's a man of habit, creature of habit, as they say, where he's got to do his BP. Then he would go out to the outfield and shag fly balls, come back to his BP to each their own. Like I'm very much, I could drop whatever I'm doing if I'm focused on something and do something else. Apparently that is not the way that Max Scherzer is made up. That is not his DNA. So it was no surprise when I saw that story that, oh, he, uh, he was having none of this first pitch because, bro, it's my time. I'm going to be throwing out my warm-up pitches. I have no idea who this dude is. He probably didn't even realize the guy was next to him. And my other Max Scherzer story is when they had that relief pitcher. What was his name? Oh, my God. He was such a, oh, he was such a nightmare. He came from Boston. Why can't I think of his name? He punched Bryce Harper. You know who I'm talking about. So we had the great honor to go down and ask players about the scuffle, about the fight, right? Um, and here, here's an interesting thing about that guy. What was, oh, why can't I think of his name? Well, anyways, he would come in and he he just owned the locker room, even though he had like been on the team for three months. Jonathan Papelbon, that's right. He had just come over. He was supposed to be the new Nats reliever and, and uh, closer. And you could just tell nobody liked him. Like he would come into the locker room and Blair, and this is pre-2016 election, about 2015. I'm not kidding you. He would start playing music that was sort of pro-Trump. They actually had like pro-Trump lyrics in it. Now that's fine and dandy on your own time. You can do whatever you want. But this dude owned the locker room so much. He was like, I'm putting on whatever song I want. What? Right? So Papelbon then punches Bryce Harper out because clearly he thinks this is his roost. Remember, Harper didn't hustle down the line or whatever. And then they get into a scuffle and they go at it in their own dugout. Worst look ever, right? So we're supposed to, and I think they actually, then they finally cut Papelbon. So the Nats finally got rid of their um, virus, so to speak, which was the smart move because you just you could tell nobody liked him. Big ego, but didn't back it up. He wasn't that great pitching. It was late in his career. He was great in Boston, not with the Nationals. So I had to go down there and talk to players about the scuffle and the release of Jonathan Papelbon. And to Max Scherzer's credit, I wanted to ask him, and I think I said it to the degree of, did anybody like this guy? <laughs> did anybody like Jonathan Papelbon? Are you happy to see him go or not? And, and Scherzer, very diplomatically and very politically, was like, oh, no, no, we, we love Jonathan Papelbon. Great guy, great teammate, great character. Uh, so he is really good at putting this team mentality first. So I give him credit again. And he's built that way. But if I'm on the other side of the microphone and a dude has just punched out one of my teammates and he just got cut, I'm saying, yo, this guy was awful. <laughs> Not necessarily breaking the code, but just saying honestly, what do you think? So there you go. Tales of my Max Scherzer stories uh, here in D.C. Meantime, a couple of nights ago, the Wizards had the uh, NBA draft lottery selection. And of course, they get number 10, which is exactly where they were supposed to be uh, selecting. They did not go up. They did not go back. They got exactly where they were supposed to be. 
Uh, so what do the Wizards do now with that 10th overall selection? GM Tommy Shepard uh, has famously said now that there are 15 players that they're really high on for that number that number uh, 10 pick. Um, or do they trade that number 10 pick for a veteran? That is probably more of what I am leaning to. If you're trying to win now, which is what we discussed here on the DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook on Tuesday, that they have to bring in somebody right away. If Shepard's philosophy is that it's very hard to get player development with these draft picks for them to contribute right away, which is what he has said, then you need to go out and get a veteran to help your team immediately because you're going to sign Bradley Beal to that ridiculous contract. You're going to... uh, I still have Kyle Kuzma in the mix. You know, I haven't really talked about Kyle Kuzma. I think he's into a final year of his contract. Like, what do you do with him? Do you try to trade? I think you do try to make a move with Rui or Kispert or Amdia. Like, they are nice little slot pieces, but they're never going to be anything outside of that, in my opinion. Because Rui Hachimura right now, yes, he can step out and hit threes every once in a while, but he's like an elbow jump shooter. Like, in the current... 22 NBA, who is like your classic elbow jump shooter? Like if he could mold himself in the Al Horford uh, approach, I hate doing the comparisons, but he needs to start. And he shot the three ball pretty well when he did shoot, but he didn't shoot it enough. Was it five or six years ago they had pace and space? Well, the Wizards have got to bring that back. Because after watching what these NBA teams do that are deep into the postseason, uh, you, you got to do it. And that starts with a good, solid point guard to push the pace. Dribble, drive, kick out. Dribble, drive, kick out. Dribble, drive, kick out. It's just, it's it's insane where the game is right now as opposed to just 10, 15 years ago. And God bless Contavious Caldwell-Pope. God bless Ish Smith. God bless Raul Neto. Even though Pope is more of a two-guard. Um, you know, a guy like Pope should be on the trading block too. Nobody's untradeable on this Wizards team with this 10th selection. Make a move, get a veteran point guard in here, and maybe throw in a couple of those guys as well. I mean, I'm just spitballing here. I'm not, I'm I'm just, this is what I'm thinking. Um, As you know, I've said this for many, many, many DC City Cast presented by Better Sportsbook. When you're not doing something that great, you might as well try something different. And I don't understand why this franchise is so, um, what's the word, hard headed? on just staying the same and saying, okay, well, we got these guys. We, all we need is this. Or all we need is just one more piece. Make a move and send some of these guys away and bring somebody better in who's a veteran point guard and then maybe some other some other players that can help you right away. Does that make sense? But what if they are saddled with the 10 pick? What if they do not make a move? This is where Tommy Shepard's got to figure it out. Can I find a... Big guard that can run this offense straight out of college, but he doesn't believe in that, or so he says. So I believe the draft is next month. Of course, we will continue to follow and break it down as we get closer to the number 10 selection for the Washington Wizards. But luck, Lady Luck was not on their side on Wednesday. In fact, it was already 12 years ago, bro. John Wall was the number one pick. Remember 2010? And ever since then, no luck has really gone their way. When it comes to the NBA draft lottery, straight ahead here on the DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook, we are going to get into the NBA playoffs. We got two more uh, extra game tonight back in the East, and then we'll recap and look forward to the West. Golden State sending a shot across the bow. We ain't done yet. That's next on the DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanran from Vison. 
Baseball is here, and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three-leg, same-game parlay of at least $25, and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same-game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. DC CityCast rolls on on a Thursday. It's presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. It's going to get really hot this weekend. My God, going to be in the mid-90s. So stay cool out there. And let's uh, let's stay cool with some uh, cold, hard cash this weekend. Some good games to bet on. And do not forget, you can log in to BetRivers.com right now to receive a 20% profit boost on all PGA Championship wagers. Yes, the PGA Championship is here. You can, uh, in my opinion, throw away your money if you're betting on Tiger Woods. He's already limping on day one. Uh, how about Phil Mickelson, man, throwing away $40 million allegedly on gambling? Like, I sort of get it. <laughs> I sort of get it. <laughs> sort of get it. Because it's like how I uh, felt about uh, the Celtics in game one against the Miami Heat. <clears throat> Excuse me. And sort of how I felt with the Dallas Mavericks last night. Let's start in the East because we got a game tonight. Um now, when we recorded on Tuesday, we did not know that Al Horford and Marcus Smart were both out. That tilted the line tremendously. So by the tip, I believe it was the Heat minus four. I said to take the Celtics uh, plus the two, and that was thinking with all of the um, normal players like Horford and uh, Smart. That was not the case, but no excuses. And Miami had such an unbelievable third quarter. Jimmy Butler, what a beast. What a manimal as he took over, and it wasn't even close. And it went way over the number. I think it closed at 203.5. So tonight, checking out Bet River Sportsbook. The Celtics are plus 2.5 at the Miami Heat. By the way, there are 305 possible bets you can make at Bet Rivers right now. Total points, 206.5. Celtics on the money line, plus 115. The Heat, minus 137. Now, coming into this series, the Celtics were actually favored to win this thing. This series. Um, and let me check out the NBA series markets. Right now, the Celtics are at plus 120, and the Heat, because of the game one win, are now flip flopped as the favorite at minus 148. Okay. To win the NBA championship, you guessed it, Golden State is even money. That's crazy. At plus 100 to win the whole thing. We talked about this. Do not take Golden State. Even though they look tremendous and great, it's not great value. Miami Heat at plus 260. Celtics plus 340. Mavericks. Uh, they're slip sliding away at plus 900. As for tonight's game, I'm going to go back into the well because the second half, the Miami Heat played out of their mind. And this was against the Celtic team, Celtics team without two of their starters. Think about that. The Celtics did not have Horford, who's been tremendous, did not have Marcus Smart, one of their better defenders. And the Celtics were up, what, eight at halftime? They basically had like a six-man bench rotation, seven-man. Dudes that you had never really heard of had to play some minutes for the Celtics the other night. I mean, look at the box score. You had a guy named Nesmith play 11 minutes for the Celtics. Thieves came and played 20. Pritchard had to play 30. So they only went eight deep. Four other guys on the Celtics didn't even play. Not worthy. And yet the Heat won 118-107. The Celtics were 
ahead then. The lack of depth certainly hurt them in the second half. And right now, as we record this on a Thursday afternoon, excuse me, Al Horford is expected to play tonight. Now, I'm not sure about Marcus Smart. Could be a game-time decision. But having Horford back, plus the two and a half, right now I'm leaning towards going back to that well and taking the... uh, and taking the Celtics, who, oh, by the way, Marcus Smart is listed as probable. Kyle Lowry for the Heat still listed as out. So in these times, injuries absolutely are huge. And we're taking that into consideration tonight. At least we have some clarity on tonight's matchup. Because of that, I'm going to take the Celtics plus the two and a half at Bet River Sportsbook. Because they got their guys back. Plus two and a half. Total is 206 and a half. I would lean towards taking the under after such an offensive pouring in uh, game number one. But again, that's just a lean. I'm going to take the Celtics plus the two and a half. That's my official release tonight. Now, again, you can follow me. You can fade me. You can do whatever you want. But that's just the way I'm going. Because the Celtics, it appears, will be back at full strength, relatively speaking. And tip tonight uh, for this contest, please be early. Please be relatively early. 8.30 from South Beach. I guess they're giving people the time to get in their seats. They are the latest arriving NBA crowd in the history of the uh, NBA. All right, let's look at the Golden State Warriors, who now at uh, plus 100 at Bet Rivers Futures to win the whole thing. Plus 100, even Steven. They took it out on the Dallas Mavericks like that wasn't even fun so as as bad as the Suns were in game seven now granted it is a game seven the Mavericks were almost as inept in a game one to try to send a message they were so predictable offensively Luka Doncic was not effective at all he only had 20 points on six of 18 shooting three of 10 from deep uh, just three guys for the Mavericks were in double figures. And on the other side of things, Steph Curry really didn't have to do that much. He had to do what he had to do to push the game into garbage time. 21 points, 7 of 16 from uh, the field, 3 of 9 for threes. Had 10 rebounds, actually 12 rebounds. All five of their scores, starters scored in double figures. And this pool kid, I mean, what a diamond in the rough. We talked about drafting players. They got him at 29 out of Michigan. Never heard of the guy in college. I guess I knew about him because he had like a buzzer beater against Houston in 2017 or 2018 or 2019. One of those years. They go by so fast. But have you seen, and clearly he's learning from the best, right? He's taking what Steph Curry does and he's applying it to his craft. Like these up and under moves, the way he slides his feet. We're talking about pool to give that extra space or to get that extra space. This dude is almost the X factor now for the Warriors with Curry, with Draymond, with Klay Thompson. It's this Jordan Poole guy who I'm concerned about if I'm a Dallas Mavericks backer. Mavericks last night were getting five and a half. Total was ballooned up to 216. The hook by the time tip went off went. So everybody was throwing money on the over, thinking this was going to be a big high-scoring affair going back and forth. But Luka Doncic did not show up. And I mentioned this at the start of this podcast where we have like these two or no, we have these new faces of the NBA giving their opinions and everybody just can't stop talking about it. Where J.J. Reddick says that he would rather have Luka Doncic close than Steph Curry. And 
Clearly, Steph Curry got word of that. <laughs> like, oh, really? Okay. Not that Steph Curry needs any more motivation, but sometimes you do. You've been there so many times, you need a little more extra oomph. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, man, you do not want this. I'm telling you. If you have, my God. Just, it's really tough. Anyways, we we push on. So, you got to take this into consideration. And I said this on Tuesday. We can't bet against Golden State to win the series. And I bet you the series price now is like Golden State minus 400 at, at Bed Rivers. It's minus 455. And yesterday, it was minus 250 or something. Oh. Mavericks are given very little chance to win this series now as they swing back for game two tomorrow night. And I would say that, yeah, it's still the same number pretty much. Golden State minus six and a half over Dallas at Bed River Sportsbook. The uh, total tomorrow night is 214. <clears throat> Mavericks at plus 210 money line and the Warriors at minus 265. I think Dallas does come out and makes this a little more competitive. But top to bottom, talent depth-wise, I mean, Luka just can't make up for the lack of uh, talent, can he? Sort of did against Phoenix, but they 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 faltered big time. You got Golden State with that DNA championship championship DNA. I always say DNA championship. It's supposed to be championship DNA. They're not going to fold. They're not going to let this one slip away. So as we roll into Friday in this series, I, I mean, I'm leaning towards taking uh, taking Golden State again minus a six and a half at home. I think that's just. Uh, I'm not saying it's free money, but nothing from Game One makes me believe that Dallas can turn this thing around. I mean, shot-making, sure. Um, they only shot um, only 48 threes. Okay. And do you know what their percentage was on three-point shooting? Dallas is living and dying by the three, bro. 11 of 48 from threes. 11 of 48. Bullock was 3 of 10. Donchess was 3 of 10. They made 23% of their threes, where Golden State made 35% of theirs. And if you're going to go that route and you're going to live and die by the three, that's fine. Um, And when you die, you go down with an absolute zero whimper. Zero whimper. And I can't see this changing for game two. Just can't. But I've been wrong many times before. (laughs) All right, so to recap the NBA tonight, we're going to take the Celtics plus the two and a half again because smart and Horford are back in the lineup, so we think, so we are reportedly told. I have no lean on the over-under. I would lean towards the under, but my official release tonight is taking the Celtics plus the two and a half at the Miami Heat. Heat lead this series one game to none, and we'll get into it more tomorrow, but right now, Golden State minus a six and a half looks pretty, pretty good, pretty promising, so that's the way I'm leaning uh, for tomorrow night's NBA contest. The Nationals are back at it. Uh, that will be tomorrow at the Milwaukee Brewers. So we'll discuss more on the uh, Brew Crew come Friday. And hopefully I'll be back uh, feeling a little bit better. This is just day one, really. It was interesting because I'm watching the NBA playoffs last night. And I took a test maybe at like 7 o'clock. Felt a little snotty and came back negative. And I was like, all right, okay. I guess we're in the clear. And then lying down and watching... The first half of Golden State in Dallas, and it hits you like a freaking train. You're like, uh-oh, this ain't good. You're snorting every two seconds. You can feel the. F- Sorry, I'm getting a little more, getting a little uh, graphic here. But this is this is this is our time, right? So, 
And then I took another test and I was not shocked at all. And then it was like the worst sleep ever. Um, I feel okay now. It's, it's more of a malaise, like a zombie. It's flu-like symptoms, quite frankly. But it, it definitely hits a little harder, if that makes sense. So hopefully it's just the mild symptoms because, oh, man, I've seen, you know, we've seen a lot worse. And I'm functioning. I'm able to do a podcast, so hopefully tomorrow we'll be back and uh, in, in better fettle than we are today. All right, so thanks for checking me out here on the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. We will talk tomorrow. Do not forget to follow along at J. Frank Hanrahan, at Bet Rivers, and at VEASAN Live. Appreciate you so much. We will chat on a Friday. It's been the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanrahan from VEASAN.